Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you for checking out the Holderness Family Podcast. Well, we're so glad you're here. Yes. And today's a good one. First of all, thanks for being here. Second yeah. of all, if you could see us right now, Ben is wearing his omnipresent, currently adulting hat. Well, it fits me. Well, which seems very self-serving that you're wearing your own merch. Yeah. Just a special plug for those with big heads. This is a good big head hat. And you can find it in our shop. So just go to theholdernessfamily.com and it's there. And it's got cool rainbow colors. <laughs> He's I don't trying know. to do something else besides the fact that it fits his big head. And yeah. my, I have a big head too. And it fits. It's great. Anyway. So listen, well, we hope today's podcast inspires you and gives you some hope. Uh, we are talking with a very special soul who inspires anyone they talk to with the simple fact that she's 102 years old. Her name is Gladys McGarry, and we love her. Dr. Gladys McGarry. She told us to call her Gladys. Yes. Uh, she's a visionary doctor and co-founder of the American Holistic Medical Association and is known as the mother of holistic medicine. Dr. Gladys has lived an amazing life. She has six children, ran a medical practice for six decades, beat cancer twice, still walks 38 hundred steps a day, which sometimes I got to tell you is more than I do. And she just released a new book called The Well-Lived Life, A 102-Year-Old Doctor's Six Secrets to Health and Happiness at Every Age. That's ahead. But first, I don't know if it's because we've spent years dealing with Penn's parents declining health, but many of our conversations surround not just longevity and living a long life, but living a long life well. And I have to say, uh, before talking to Dr. Gladys, I don't know if I even wanted to be 102. I, I, 102 wasn't even a goal for me. Yeah. But if I could be 102 like Dr. Gladys, I don't know. It seems pretty tempting. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm, I know I'm not alone that I, I haven't said this to my kids yet, but I think a lot of people have said to their kids, hey, if I start wandering around 
and don't know what's going on and I'm in horrible health, if there's a way you can just drop me off somewhere and just leave me to, you know, let the natural elements take its toll, go ahead and do that. And my father told me that indirectly and then incredibly directly. And it was like the last thing he told me he was like, end it for me. I'm yes. ready to be done with this. That's a bigger conversation that we can have on another podcast. But I know what you're saying. Like it's, I, I don't have any goals still to live to be 102 years old. I already, we're going to do an entire podcast about how Kim and I went uh, wake boarding or what kite boarding mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And we couldn't turn our head correctly for a week <laughs> because of falling into water, which is generally pretty soft and not too bad. But like we're getting old enough already physically that when I wake up in the morning and I go to the bathroom, I'm on the toilet for an extra <laughs> oh, God, minute. Man. And I, oh, listen, let's let's get this out there because I am less than half of Gladys's age. So let's be honest about this. She's got to really inspire me to, to make me want to do this because I'm getting old already. You can't tell, but I can tell. So I have to say, you know, a lot of what we do through nutrition, exercise, even our work, you know, it helps us, you know, the goal is to keep sharp and, and, and to be physically able to enjoy our life. So we asked Dr. Gladys, and that's what she asked us to call her, what keeps her motivated to keep going at 102? I've been wanting to retire since I was about 30. (laughs) So I'm doing the math here. I'm still working. I'd love to retire when I'm 50. I don't... That's not going to happen. I don't think I could work for 54 more years, which is what I would have to do to catch up with you. And you are still working. So I guess my other question is, what is it that keeps you wanting to work? Well, first of all, I can't now practice medicine because I don't have a license. I gave that up. Good for you. But that didn't, that, they didn't tell me to stop talking. (laughs) So, you know, I can still practice medicine in a way that is working with people's lives. So I'm calling it life coaching. It's like the the work that I'm doing now has taken on a, a different I'm not practicing a medicine in the way that I did when I was actually dealing with disease processes and so on. Now, I have patients who are friends. They always have been my friends and my colleague in the process of the healing. But now my whole energy is working towards uh, building a village for living medicine where people can come and live the kind of lives that is helpful to the whole world. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I, it's that expensive, expansive. And I think that the difference is, and I think Penn and I have talked about this, uh, we use it work in air quotes. This podcast could be defined as work, but it's the, our most favorite thing we do. I would say there are parts of what we do that we will always do. Yes. And yes. I, don't you think that Dr. Gladys, that finding, how do I say this? That finding something you love to do. I, I just, I, juice. yeah, I just don't, I don't know that my, I think if we ever retired using air quotes or just stopped working or producing or creating, I think my brain and body would would decline faster. I mean, so should we be ch- chasing this elusive, like, 
I'm going to just go retire on a beach life? Or should we always have that thing that we're working on? Do you credit well, that? Maybe, you know, you should do what you should do, not what someone else tells you to do. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, my eyesight has gotten so uh, difficult because of, of glaucoma and stuff that I can't read, but I can, you know, I, I books by audio and that kind of stuff. So my eyesight may be damaged, but it it has sort of opened up aspects of my insight mm. so that there has been <laughs> uh, times when I have gotten insights into what's going what what i can do what i can reach out what's what fills me with joy and those things are awesome yeah i mean things thoughts that i didn't think of when i was busy doing the things that i could see and read and do and all that kind of stuff i love that she's still working to help people but i also love what she said how her decline in vision is helping her notice the gifts around her. Yeah, the other senses have come alive. Yeah. I, I say that anytime I uh, have to uh, close my <laughs> eyes or maybe have like eye surgery. When I had eye surgery a couple of months ago, I was like, honey, my other skills, my other, my other senses, senses have come, have come alive. alive. Really. And I know it's true that I think the most thankful and appreciative people I've ever met are the ones in struggle. And there was this time when a very dear friend of mine, gosh, it was probably 10 years ago, her sweet little boy needed a really risky surgery to save his life. And it was a big, big surgery. And the, they were in a, you know, they were at a hospital filled with kids getting very risky surgeries, but the families there were just so grateful. And they talked about how lucky they were to be in a time with these, you know, and here I was with healthy kids at home surrounded by people whose children were on the brink, but yet they were way more grateful and expressed way more gratitude than I, it was really eye opening. So just, I feel like it was such a good reminder yeah. of, of how, a way to look at life. I just thought, found it very inspiring as we age. Yes, things may decline, but it will just help you appreciate all of those other gifts. Yeah. It's pretty fitting that you're talking about that. Cause we saw that kid, this past weekend I know. running around like a crazy person and doing improv comedy, which is very, uh, it's a heavy lift for anybody yes. who's under 40 or anybody to, to be able anybody. to pull that off. And so, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought him up and her up and their approach. And I mean, I guess I do want to, before we get back to glad, I'm sorry. I'm, she asked us to call her Gladys, not Dr. Gladys. Like just call I me just Gladys. Feel like she, and okay. She, but you're going to call her Dr. Gladys. Yes. She did mention a lot of gratitude living the kind of life that's helpful to the whole world and living with purpose. Honey, we've discussed this before. We've, and I, I think what she's saying is potentially there is some medical benefit to caring, mm -hmm. to continuing to give a hoot about something. I want to balance that with being able to do nothing sometimes. <laughs> yes. Can we talk about that? You and I, can we just have a conversation as a couple that like this weekend mm -hmm. we decided in, we lived with intention. We decided we were going to watch four straight episodes of suits. We rested and not 
clean the house. And that was glorious. So I, I actually, it was very intentional because I feel as if, especially our oldest child is in this um, stage of life in which she is very busy. There's, yeah. we've, and we've done a podcast on the need to slow down. She's in this stage of life where, guys, there's so much summer work for school. I know, it's and, crazy. And she's, you know, working and doing all of these things, very busy. I felt as if I needed to show her what it looked like to not be busy. So I said very intentionally, my body needs rest yeah. and my brain needs just mental mashed potatoes. So we've gotten into the show suits that's 10, 12 years old. It is mashed potatoes. It's mashed potatoes for your brain. And we just sat on the couch and did nothing and it was glorious. It's very restorative. I think Dr. Gladys would have been proud of us. I hope so. And it, it seems that way, right? And But she does talk a ton about balancing those things. But for her, it, it's really gratitude, mm-hmm. right? It's It's looking around and saying, man, this is this is so great what I'm doing right now mm-hmm. that maybe that's part of the, the the cocktail that you put together as a human being that gets you to 102 years old when you're still being able to live the way that she does. Mm-hmm. If you were my doctor or my life coach, I would just say, tell me exactly what you've done <laughs> every day for the last 102 years so that I can be cognizant and okay and able to still take 3,800 steps a day when I'm 102 years old. I think if I were your patient, I would just ask you for your journal. Yeah. Like, what, like what, what have you done to get to this point and be this sharp? I get up in the morning. I say my prayers. I go to the bathroom. I eat uh, prunes with uh, raisin bran. And then my day starts and I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Look at what we're doing. Yeah. I mean... How how awesome is that? It is I, awesome. I mean, when I was a kid, I had no phone. I had no way of communicating with people. Uh, it was, you know, I was in the jungles of North India, taking life as it comes, working with it, doing what we feel is actually nurturing us and what it is that makes our hearts sing you know what makes you want to get up in the morning if we're constantly looking for what scares the living bejabers out of us we're going to be scared and and all the time Mm -hmm. i don't think we get over traumas i think we live through them Mm -hmm. if we live through them we know what to do with them life is Sometimes it sucks. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just awful. And then along comes a time and whoa <laughs> isn't this wonderful, you know? And you know, you, you 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 can hang on to the times that feel so badly. You know, sometimes life does suck, Pen. <laughs> sometimes life sucks and then along comes a time when whoa. When whoa. And- so I, I that may not be a great t shirt because you don't understand you have to hear her deliver it. But I love that line. There comes a time when, whoa. It's just, it's a wonderful reminder that focusing on the things that scare you, it's not going to help. But that is my natural tendency is that I, I go into the fear of it. And it, I'm reminded of the message from our friend, and we've had her on here, Dr. Hope Seidel. She's a pediatrician and parenting coach. And she's, she urges people to look for the perfect 
in every situation because life can be a disaster, but look for what it's teaching you. And there was a situation in our family that had had both Penn and I really stressed over the weekend. And I, I literally had to go to my journal and write it down, look for the perfect. And so it was a very stressful situation, but I had to look and I had to realize what it was teaching us, what it was teaching our child. And there was something we were supposed to learn. And I feel as if I need post-it notes around the house that just say, look for the perfect, look for the perfect. Because yeah, sometimes life sucks, but there's, there's something perfect in there that it's trying to teach us. Hey, hang in there. We're gonna be right back. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. The common thread through all this is optimism. It seems like finding the good in all of life. And I do think that maybe we're in the stage of our life where that's one of the biggest challenges. <laughs> and here's here's the reason why. We're in our what what people call our prime earning years, right? So the expectations are that this is when you do what you're supposed to do. And then in about five years, you get replaced by younger people who know more than you mm -hmm. in, in the workplace. Right. You know what I mean? And it's also, we've discovered, you and I, I think, that this is a way more important parent-child rearing age than we thought. Yeah. The teenage years. We, I think at some point along the way, particularly when you've got a couple of, uh, you know, one and four-year-olds who are kind of rolling around and running in front of the road, you're like, well, this is the most important time. 
but I don't know that it is. I think it's maybe now. I think I think it's all important, but yeah, I of think course. this is mentally more challenging, yes. This is way more challenging than we thought. Mm-hmm. And so there is all of this stress to, to get it right. Mm-hmm. And so it probably is the most important time to do all the things that she's saying. Yeah, and just to... Sit, and I think there's so many people who listen to this podcast and we get such wonderful messages and they're people who have, who are a little farther down the road than we are parenting wise. And you guys send us such encouraging messages like your kids are going to be great. There's a thousand paths to get to, you know, to the end destination. And I am encouraged by that, but it is something special about a 102 year old saying, yeah, sometimes it sucks, but sometimes it's great. And that's, that's life. It's the entire ride. My favorite part about the entire interview mm-hmm. we had with Dr. Gladys was when she started talking about when she was a kid, like her first two years in school. Yeah. And so not just because of the story that she told, but I did the math. Yeah. And I was like, she's telling a story from the twenties. Yeah. The great, like great Gatsby was going on. <laughs> they were, they were doing the Charleston when she tells this next, I'm sorry. Like this is it was amazing. The perspective that she has, they didn't have, as she said, they didn't have a phone. They didn't have phones. Yeah. And so I, I'm just, I'm going to play this, uh, this clip that's going to give us all, again, some, some hope. But just, I'm imagining what the world looked like back then. My first two years in school, I was so dyslexic that I was a class dummy and I had to repeat the same thing over again because I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And the teacher called me stupid and oh. the kids called me stupid and all of that. And so... I think I had a very deep-seated trauma that was so deep that I really did claim my voice to be my voice until I was 93. Wow. But, uh, you know, the good thing was I had this school situation, but at home it was different. My, You know, I could come up and be accepted and be who I was and be do, do what I knew was important, and then go to school and just, you know, be damaged. <laughs> so that when I, I didn't really accept my voice for being my voice until I was 93. 93. Yeah. She didn't find and use her voice in the way she, she wanted entirely. Until she was 93. I'm 47. I've got time. This is this. I loved hearing this because my pressure's off. Yeah. You can still find your voice. You can live a whole other life. You're half. You're almost exactly half of that. Also, I want to clarify that when we asked her what that meant, what happened when she was 93, it was when she moved away from practicing medicine and into motivational coaching and also into writing. It was the books that really kind of made that difference for her. There was a meme or something I read online. And if if you wrote it, let me give you credit. But it's something like, you know, all these 40 under 40 lists aren't that impressive. Show me the person who got a PhD at 60. And all that that is to me. Yeah. The the person who starts going to the gym at 70. Yeah. That is far more impressive to me than somebody who won an award at 32. That's a good idea. Yes. I I have. I don't know what's happened to me. I've gotten more pissed when I see 40 under 40. I know. (laughs) 
Is that am I petty? Is anybody else no, doing the same I, thing? I'm I like still I'm still doing the game. <laughs> when I see somebody doing something that I kind you. of want to do, you know, they've written an amazing, you know, book, screenplay, something, and they're 37. I'm like, Ugh. those 40 under 40 lists are not for people over 40. Well, obviously that it's in the title. No, you know what I mean. But to read it, you open yeah. it up and you're like, oh, shut up. I know. Of course you had it. Uh, congratulations. Course. You did yeah. this fast millennials. No, but does does it remove <laughs> some of the pressure for you hearing her say that she didn't find her the voice that she identified as her true voice until 93? Or does it hmm. or does it? I mean, can I be honest? Yeah. The, the couple of things are happening. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy mm-hmm. that Dr. Gladys found her true voice and, and got all that wisdom when she was 93. I'd love to get that, you know, big moment out of the way a little earlier. Yeah. Um, so I can enjoy, I know I'm about to say so I can enjoy life, but she's still enjoying life. I know. She's like, that was nine years ago for her. I've told PC that I'm a little bit like Thanos because he's a, a uh, Marvel guy, but Thanos is the worst person ever, right? Where he <laughs> okay. he snapped his finger and he eliminated half of the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm not like him in that sense, but he did it so that he could be done and then just sit uh, and enjoy the world quietly, which w- that was a part of me. I was like, oh, Thanos, look at oh, you. Wow, I've never uh, heard that you, about you. You want to be this able to podcast is teaching me so much. <laughs> well, I don't want to eliminate half of the population, but I do want to sit. Yeah. And just enjoy things. So uh, I know I said this before just a few minutes ago, but I think for me, it's really battling the two sides of I do want to seize the day. I do want to live life as much as I can. I want to be like her in a lot of ways, but I also want to sit and enjoy and look over and survey and say, this is this is the world. And those two things, I think, will be in a healthy conflict, I hope, for the rest of my life. Yeah, I I think you married somebody that has trouble sitting, obviously, um, and resting. So I think resting is more of my challenge. And yeah, I'll be always be moving. Yeah, I think I I think more intentional just reflection is my challenge. But I don't know, as a woman, hearing that there's still time for me to figure it out. And I, I bet you if we actually asked her one more a follow-up question to that is do you think you're done she'd say no i think she still feels like she has a lot of work to do well on that sense do you do you think that you found your voice yet i feel like you've in this job in this podcast and with these videos i feel like you have found your voice but do you think that that's yet to happen i think i found a voice and i am really fine with the evolution of what that is because Mm -hmm. You know, under 40, you know, when I was 35, my voice was in my point of view was one thing. When I'm 47 now, it's it's another. When I'm 57, I assume it's going to be way different. So I I feel proud that we've created what we're creating. But no, I I don't know. I, I feel like I'm still figuring it out. Me too. Okay, next question for Dr. Gladys. What do you think is the biggest misconception around aging. That you're going to get old. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, old is a bad word, you know. I have old furniture that is antique. Yeah, people love old furniture. Yeah, it's valuable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, But the reality is that we have diminished our own awareness 
of what it is that we have. And, and if we're always looking outside of ourselves to fix the stuff that's going on inside, it, it, it ain't going to work, folks. There's this new filter going viral on TikTok, and everybody's done it. It's, it's a pretty realistic filter of what you'll look like as okay. a much older person. Yeah. And so many people are horrified by what they see reflected. I did it. I didn't post it. I didn't look amazing. In fact, it, I didn't. I thought I would look more like my mom or my dad. I, I looked like neither. But honestly, it is such a gift to age. Don't you think? Well, first of all, I had a different reaction with the age filter than you. Well, you're, you did you did one. A, first of all, I looked okay. like Bob Barker. You did. Um, which is fine. Bob Barker's a good looking guy. But it, but yeah, I looked at it. I'm like, oh. But what really happened was we were with our friends, Jake and Paige. And we had this. This was before the TikTok. We had like the aging booth app. Mm-hmm. And we were taking pictures. And it when then we were taking a second and switching over yeah. like before and after. And I am... I've got the phone in my hand. I've got the picture in my hand and Paige looks at me and she goes, Oh, that doesn't look so bad, Penn. And then I look over um, at uh, Paige, Paige's husband, Jake, and he's laughing so hard he can't breathe because he realizes what I've realized, which is that I had not applied the filter yet. Yes. So I looked so old in the picture that I had taken. It looked like I had gone to the aging booth without the filter. And we laughed very, very, very hard for yes. a long, long time. It was very funny. But the reality is, I struggle with that. I I think because I I've lost family members when they were very young, I do know that it is such a gift to grow older, but as a society, which I hate it when people say it like that, um it is you said at the beginning of this podcast that in 5 10 years there's this expectation that we step aside and somebody younger comes forward. In as a population of people, getting old is generally viewed as a bad thing. Yeah, And I really love that people like Dr. Gladys are out there saying, no, actually, I'm smarter than you people. I know more than you people. I've, I, I think that I would, I don't know, I just love that she's out there. And there's so many influencers right now, especially on TikTok, who are grandmothers and their their older the population of people because i think this you know misconception that aging is a bad thing i don't know i think it's just really harmful aging isn't bad aging is a gift it is i just think we have to be honest about it and open about it like it it comes with advantages for sure mm-hmm. but i don't want to completely ignore the challenges that it comes with i mean if you and i had gone to that kiteboarding camp 10 years ago we would not still be sore and in the the amount of pain that we're know. in right I now i wiped out you guys we'll, we'll talk about this maybe next week i wiped out so hard and my sweet instructor zoe has video of one of my falls and we've replayed it a hundred times it's because it's amazing. It's a, it's an amazing wipeout, but you're right. I think there are, we are, we get our bodies are showing signs of where items have shifted during flight. Right. But I don't, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go backwards. If somebody said, no, we've gotten some advantages from, from being older. Like we care, we've learned how to give less of a bleep. Yeah. And I think that is, has real value. 
we've got wisdom that those I mean, whippersnappers, <laughs> that, that the people who are coming for our stuff in five or 10 years, which I'm just going to go ahead and say they're coming for our stuff. Uh, but we're, we're always going to have some wisdom that they don't have. We've got memories of raising our kids in every possible stage and they're, they've all been glorious and wonderful. And uh, no, I, again, wisdom has real value. So I, I wouldn't trade it either. I'm just trying to be open and honest about the, some of the physical challenges that come with trying to be young and yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. So anyway, I mean, speaking of all of those perceptions, let's get to our next one. Let's, uh, let's take a minute and talk about the world. Because I would love your perception of the world. You have one that very few people have. You have a, a an absolute, I'm sure, recollection of World War II, uh, and you know that you've been around to have more wisdom than any of us. The world in the last several decades, in my opinion, has extended the lives of millions of people. A lot of times through medicine through pharmaceuticals, but the quality of life has not necessarily been there. There has been an unbelievable uptick in skilled nursing and dementia, and my family has been a big part of that. My father had dementia. He passed away last summer. My mother is in skilled nursing and was there with him uh, with Alzheimer's. They've both dealt with that. I believe personally that their lifestyles caused that, that medicine kept them alive, that the quality of life is not what it used to be. I'm wondering what your opinion is on the way that people are getting older in the world today. People in the world are scared. They're, they're, they don't know what to trust. People ask me, are you doing conventional medicine or are you doing holistic medicine? I've combined that into what I'm calling living medicine. Because if it isn't a process that actually goes with life and love, then that is not a healing process, for, in my opinion. I think that we have um, created a world in which the, the idea is to get rid of diseases and get rid of pain. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I think that's where medicine, that's what we were taught in medical school and all of that. It's so tricky, right? That, yes. That doctors, their job, and we look to them to keep us alive and extend our lives. And we've learned and had a lot of deep conversations about how sometimes in some cases, just extending life to extend a number is not always the best. We, there was a moment in time when your, your dad, obviously suffering from dementia, they wanted to give him a pacemaker. And he had written, and, and thank goodness, he had written so clearly and every, you know, when he was more aware that no life extending, if, if he were, you know, he knew dementia was coming and if he was unable to make med- medical decisions for himself to, to not extend his life in any way. So the, the choice was not yours or your brother's. He made that choice. But we had a choice to, and, and the doctor said this would extend his life by 10 years. And here, here he was not able to really verbalize. He wasn't able to talk but they wanted to put in a pacemaker. And so, but that's what they're taught. A doctor's taught that. So, I mean, we went round and round and, and it was a really hard decision. This part of the podcast almost has to be open-ended. I need more answers about this. Like I need to talk about it more. And (laughs) it, 
it's something that probably deserves several hours of discussion, yeah. but it's really depressing, but it's, it's about the right to die the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that my parents needed skilled nursing because I'm not equipped to deal with the advanced level of dementia that they have along with the actual care being there, changing them, clothing them, having these like special devices that get them in and out of chairs because they can't stand anymore is a list of pharmaceuticals that I am constantly vigilant of and trying to ask the doctors to lessen, but they need them. Dr. Gladys is a holistic medicine specialist and she is speaking, I think generally very well about Mm -hmm. this, about how people are scared and how, you know, the way that you were taught is to eliminate pain. And she, she doesn't necessarily love that paradigm either, but I, I still haven't found the right path of like, what should people do when the brain, when the mind is gone and the body is just hanging on and the person is unable to make their own decisions at that late, late stage, how do you die with dignity? Mm-hmm. And I think about it every day and I don't know if that got answered. And I, I, cause I don't think there's one answer, right? Honey, I, I, I don't think there's that answer, but it, it, we really went all over the place with Dr. Gladys. It was such an enlightening conversation to me. I was inspired that 102 could be a goal mm-hmm. because she, she had better, a better audio set up than a lot of people in their thirties and forties who we interview. I know she, she had was, a headset. She was well aware. She had done her writing for the day. She had done her exercise for the day and really grimaced when he heard that raisin bran and, you know, prune juice was part of her daily. Yeah. You saw that. I don't like either yeah, of those things. I know. Um, but she, she prioritizes her health and has really reflected on her place and how she can still be helping people. And so it was really hopeful, but then also it was really important to talk about what the end needs to look like. I don't know. I was really inspired by our conversation. I'm glad we got a chance to meet her. And 3,800 steps a day is the baseline for us. Because if you you can't do someone more than twice your age who does 3,800 steps a day, then it's, a, it's a motivation. It's a motivation for sure. And her book, her new book, it will be in our show notes. We really appreciated the conversation. And yeah, I mean, I still have some time. So I'm going to go back to Washington Suits. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. We're balancing. We're balancing the get up and go with the uh, sit back and rest. And that's, you know what, that's going to be a fun balancing act for say, us for we, the rest you know, of our lives. We also financially we're we're working so hard to save for retirement. I don't know if we're gonna have enough to to really extend ourselves to 102. That puts a little pressure on you financially. No kidding. Right? No, I l- there listen. is this sort of like math equation that they do your oh, financial yeah. planner I've does seen it. about how And there's a there's an end of it. There's you know, an end. Because that's when they assume You ain't gonna be here. You're gonna die. And she outdid that by twenty something years probably. Um yeah. So maybe that's uh maybe we just have to keep writing books, babe. Well, she did one when she was a hundred years old, so Yeah. Speaking of books, Penn has a deadline with a publisher coming up in September. So we're gonna go write a book. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. 
tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.